Hey, welcome back to Pastor Plex Podcast. Working through a lot of questions here that have been sent in. Uh, this one deals with 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verses 8 and 9. It says, these verses sound harsh and unromantic. Can you help me understand it? And then the next part of the question is, how should I work through verses that I don't like or agree with? Well, let's answer that first question about 1 Corinthians chapter 7, uh, verses 8 and 9. It says this, To the unmarried and the widows, I say that it is good for them to remain single as I am. But if they cannot exercise self-control, they should marry, for it's better to marry than burn with passion. So I'm not really sure what uh, this person finds harsh or unromantic, but it is sort of uh, harsh to say that if you're single, you should not, uh, that that it's good for you to be single. It is a good thing to be single. And I think this part might be the part where people are like, well, I don't want to be single. It doesn't feel good to be single. And the reality is it is good to be single. That God has you single for a specific purpose, and if we can't wrap our head around what God is doing, we might be missing out on the calling for us in our specific period of life where we are single. Now, the other part of this, it's if they cannot exercise self-control, meaning you cannot resist but have sex, then you should marry, for it's better to marry than to burn with passion. And if the person is saying, well, it seems unromantic that a person would just get married for sex. Okay, I can see that. But the the beauty of self-control, right? The beauty of self-control, it's a fruit of the spirit. And if that hasn't been developed in your life and uh, you are pressed to get married, you have not sinned by getting married. Get married. There's nothing, really what Paul is saying here, the, the question that he's being asked, isn't it really just better not to have sex at all? And he's saying, no, that's that's ridiculous. Get married. If you want to get married, get married. If you don't want to get married, stay single. But I would prefer that everyone stay single because and he's going to talk about this later is because I'm going to save you from a whole world of trouble, which is being married. But the reality is being married is wonderful. As a married person, I can tell you that. But also as a married person, I can tell you, I didn't know how selfish I was until I got married. And um, <clears throat> so the beauty of this is that the the author here, Paul, isn't writing these verses like Proverbs, which sort of like stand alone. It's in the context of the greater question, isn't it better for a person not to have sex at all? And so the answer in the greater context is, no, it's great to have sex with your wife. It's great to have sex with your husband. That's a romantic thing to do. Um, The problem is we sort of view the Bible through the lens of our culture, which means that love should be the thing that you feel and the thing that takes you through these ups and downs and these swoons. And it's this really exciting time where your heart goes pitter patter every time that person enters the room. Well, the reality is it's really tough to raise children uh, if you're just excited to have your wife in the room with you. That doesn't make any sense. Now, there's a genuine excitement about being with someone you love, being with someone that you're pleased with, being with someone that is enjoyable to parent with, enjoyable to be a companion to. But for the most part, those butterflies and excitement, those sort of go away um, after you get married. You're like, Chris, that is so unromantic. Well, that doesn't mean you don't have passion in your relationship, that you don't um, make your relationship a highly exciting one. Um, No. You, you, you do your best to make it exciting. In fact, the best sex is had by those who've been married for a while because you know what pleases one another. However, we sort of think of the excitement and uh, the unabashed romance aspect is something that continues all throughout a married relationship. And so 
That's why I feel like probably the person that wrote this question was single and they just can't conceive of a relationship that would be satisfying that wouldn't have all the butterflies involved with it. And that just is um, naive. So um, grateful for the question though. The other question of this is how should I work through verses I don't like or agree with? Well, this, the great news for Christians is that you get the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is constantly asking you to repent. And so there should be stuff in the Bible that you do not like because the Bible offends every culture everywhere in some facet. If it didn't, then it would be that culture's Bible. It would be that it would be it would be knit to or connected to a specific culture as opposed to being outside of man's culture, so it offends everywhere, everyone everywhere in some way. So everyone's gonna be offended, everyone's gonna not gonna like certain aspects of it. Everyone's gonna say, I wish the Bible conferred more to my way of life or the way that I see things, but we are to be conformed to God's word, not God's word conformed to us. And so we got to come to God's word with prayer and we bring out the stuff that we're frustrated with. We say, God, I can't I have a hard time dealing with this. And then ask God for wisdom. I always keep going back to this. James 1.5 says, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generous to all. So ask the Lord to enlighten your heart and that you could, whenever you read his word, that you would see that it truly is God's word and that you'd align yourself to God's word, not along God to your word. All right. Um, hopefully that is helpful. And so, so grateful to spend some time with you guys today and looking forward to doing it again sometime soon. So there's some uh, real truth real quick from Pastor Plex podcast.